<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Sammy. And Sammy, and welcome to Transform, your safe space to form the best version of you. There are going to be a lot of laughs, (laughs) and oh boy, a lot of tears. But we are so grateful to be alongside you in your journey to transform. Here we go. Let's do it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I can't believe I'm saying it, but welcome to Transform. Oh my goodness. It's finally here. It's finally here. The day has finally come. And for those of you who have been waiting for this since our first little Instagram teaser, thank you for your patience. Thank you. (laughs) It's been a journey for sure, but we are so grateful and excited to be here and feeling so confident of what we are here to do and bring and share and have fun. And for those who do not know, this is Sammy C speaking, and I am with my best friend, business partner, Sammy S. So happy to be here. All the Sammys, all the good times, honestly, all the life chats. We're going to be diving into anything and everything. I think what's beautiful about our friendship and so much of our intention within Transform is that we are such open books and we have both had very different journeys and very different lives, but such a common thread of always wanting to do better, be better, grow, share, just be open. And I think that's really what you're going to feel when you're listening to Transform. I agree. I think as we've seen, we have the beautiful social media platforms that we have, but podcasting has allowed so many people. And what we're excited to do is just to share more, to get really real and personal, to share our experiences, our humanness. Like we said before, we are no experts, but we are so excited to share so many things that we have learned and that we're continuing to learn in our lives. So I invite you into this journey to just take what you need and to just Honestly, I'm just grateful that you're already showing up because like we always say too, by you showing up is by you saying yes to yourself and that's already a gift. So I am so excited for this journey together. This is just the beginning and we have a lot to share on here. So we should dive right into today's big, hefty, beautiful episode with the start of 2024. We really could not think of an episode that made more sense than how to win 2024. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the new year is such an amazing thing. And I think we can all relate that we all start off a new year with so many goals, so many things that we all want to individually accomplish. And that mindset is so powerful. And when we think about to what we're doing and what we're talking about with Transform, what a perfect time. And again, so sorry to make you wait till the new year, but here we are. It's here. It is now. And here we are to talk all about how to win 2024. I think what's so intentional about this too is also figuring out where you are right now before figuring out where you actually want to go. And I think most of the time when we are setting goals, we forget to actually sit in the now and reflect on where we currently are. And we just are always thinking into the future of where we want to go. So Sam, I thought it'd be fun to do like a little activity. What do you think? I expect nothing less. Let's do an activity, my girl. I feel like the word activity too is just cute. Like everyone wants to do an activity. I love an activity. So again, 
we all need to figure out where we are, where our starting point is in the now before deciding where we want 2024 to take us. The easiest fun activity to do this is to truly just get out your notes on your phone or get out a piece of paper and write out the biggest buckets of your life. Let's say relationships, career, mental health, physical health, whatever you feel like are some of the biggest buckets of your life and rate them. It can be one to 10, it could be one to five, it can be zero to a hundred. Figure out what range feels so good for you. But what you're also going to understand is actually where you're starting from. So quick example for me, I know in 2023, I started out with my physical health on a scale of one to five, at like a two and a half. And that was such an important reflection for me to actually get to my five by the end of the year. And we're totally going to talk into all of this. But right now is such a beautiful point for you to kind of audit your life and audit those big buckets and see where you're actually at before figuring out where you want to go. You know, it's cool about you saying you're fitness journey was a two and a half and then and now it is a five. And I think that's very clear. And when people get to know you, they'll see how clear that was intentionally for 2023. And I was like reflecting on mine. And I think mine was about being more in love with myself, self-awareness, truly figuring out who I am. And I think I was at like a three and now I'm at a five if I had to measure 2023. So it's so cool because what this episode's going to bring for you guys is when you put the intention behind something, then it has more of a chance to come to life rather than we may want a lot of things, but if we haven't actually set the time and the attention for it, it doesn't really have life to actually come into existence yet. So I'm really excited about that exercise and I would encourage anyone to do it and you can do it in all five of the buckets that we are going to tap into. We have five buckets that we felt like were the most general buckets that people pick when they're thinking of their New Year's resolutions or they're thinking of their goals for 2024, really just all around full circle life goals. And these were ones that were really clear to us. So let's dive into these buckets. Let's do it. Sam, do you want to give us our five buckets of our New Year's yes. resolutions? Okay. So in no specific order, we have relationships, career, mental health, physical health, and self-love. Mm. I mean, I feel like we can all relate to all of those and that's what's so amazing about them. And we'll hit each individually and even give a little bit of our like personal anecdotal experience within each. But hopefully by the end of this episode, you will not only know where you stand right now, but hopefully have a really beautiful idea of where you want to go within this year. Mm, I'm so excited. Okay. Before we also dive in there again, this is such an episode of bring out that piece of paper. If you're driving, you can save it for later, but there's a lot of reflection moment in this episode because the only way that Sammy and I even could dive into this episode ourselves was to do this massive reflection moment of understanding who we have been in each of these areas. So now where do we want to go in them? We thought one of the coolest things we could do is reflect on this past year. So really focusing on what is one thing Thing, reflecting on 2023 that we want to leave behind and not bring with us into 2024. Gosh, this is powerful. And honestly, I'm so excited to hear from you guys and hear what you are deciding to leave behind in 2023. And when I was thinking through so many aspects of my life in 2023, there were just so many learnings and so much self-work. And I feel like the more work that you do on yourself, you'll also realize Sam and I have literally committed to ourselves more passionately in 2023 than probably any other year in our life. And doing that alongside each other has been like the greatest gift. But in all of the self-work that I did in 2023 and 2024, what I really want to let go of is always feeling like I need to say yes to others. And in turn, what I was doing is saying no to myself. So by the end of 2023, I know what I need now to live my best life. I know what my dream morning looks like to set my day up for success. I know what my dream work day looks like to set me up to be successful within my career. I know what friendships fill my cup. I know what family members I need specific boundaries with or not. Truly within 2024, I want to stop saying no to myself to just please others. And that is something 
so stuck in 2023 for me. I think, you know, we can all kind of relate to being a people pleaser, but what happens when you're constantly pleasing others is that you're also putting yourself on the back burner. So if you can relate, if you're a fellow people pleaser, I so encourage you and urge you to say yes to yourself in 2024. Mm, So good. I mean, I can take a big page out of that book. That was a lot of my intention. I feel like in 2023 and still such a lesson mine for 2024, what I want to make sure I leave behind in 2023 is letting go of the shoulds of the world. And what I mean by this is letting people's, you should be doing this. This is what it should look like. You should be here by now. You should buy that thing. I want to make sure that I am always number one, checking in with what I think, what myself and my partner thinks before I'm thinking of everyone else's shoulds who do not know the depths of my life. And I think this was a huge moment for me in 2023. If you guys even got to witness some of my journey, I lived 20 lives (laughs) this this past year, that's for sure. And I think a lot of it was I was really trying to grasp what I actually believed, what I actually wanted for myself because I was letting so many other people, not even like they were doing it on purpose. It was me allowing them to be the writer of my life, to be the shoulds of my life and me feeling bad that I wasn't at certain places I needed to be or I wasn't like this certain person. So this has been so groundbreaking for me to really let that go and let that be left behind in 2023 and 2024 really lean into what do I want? What do I think before anyone else? I'm so proud of you for that. I think anytime people are projecting what they think we should do in our life is also such a reflection of them. And maybe it's our parents' regrets of what they didn't do or our friends just seeing things in a different way. But truly, Sam, like you owning your own life and knowing that this is your world, your journey that you're on is so powerful. And I could not be more proud of you leaving that in 2023. Thank you, baby. I want to let everyone know too, just like Sammy just said, with our parents or with people, when they're giving advice, they're only just trying to save us heartache or pain or anything that they've gone through. They want to share their lessons. It is our job to define what actually comes in and what actually doesn't or when it should actually take place in our life of like, oh, I actually am going to take this advice, but maybe it's three months from now when you actually had that time with yourself. So those people are always just trying to be there for us. It's just us really taking the responsibility of what do I want before I really listen in on what the shoulds of the world are. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's always safe to say that you can assume positive intent with your family and your friends and anyone who might be projecting that advice on you. But at the end of the day for 2024, you've got to always come back to yourself. And I think such a beautiful way that we've done this, even in our community within Form, if you guys don't know, Sammy and I are also co-founders of Form, which is a wellness platform that has all of your movement, all of your mindfulness, all your nutrition needs. And within Form and a lot of the events that we have, Sammy will always have everyone pick a word at the top of our workout and their movement. It seems really simple, but what it does is it grounds you and leads to a deeper connection of your why. And I think in life, if you're not clear on your why, you can feel a little lost. So just picking one simple word, even for a workout, allows you to have so much more intention and purpose throughout your movement. So Sammy and I were thinking it would be so fun for us and for you to pick a word for 2024. Sam, do you want to do yours? Sure. My word is present. And this word is really a word that I want to come back to in 2024. Of course, there'll be hard times. There'll be amazing times. There'll be so many different feelings and emotions throughout 2024 that I want to be super present and come back to that word when, say, for example, I'm having a really hard moment and I don't know what to do. Me coming back to the present time, the present moment that we will never get back, even in this moment right now, feeling my feet, feeling my fingers, feeling my breath, 
being able to come back to that is such a safety and security that we are in our body. We can only do what we are doing now. And also bringing that present moment into those happy moments where we're like, I never want to forget this moment. Wow. And being able to pause, smell the flowers, or if you were outside, smell what's outside, being able to look at what's around you, taking in your senses. That word for me just brings me right back to, I am here. I am now. I'm doing exactly what I need to do and be. Mm, Wow. I think too, it's such a digital age, like truly being present is so magical. I can't tell you the last time that I wasn't with a group of friends where not all of us were like touching our phone, looking at our phone, getting updated to like turn off and just be in the now and be present is actually rare now. Mm. So to have that be your word for 2024, I'm so excited and honestly would love to practice that alongside you, but I'm not going to steal your word. I'll think of my own word. And even in my reflection of this past year and just a lot that I went through in 2023, looking to 2024, what was so obvious to me for my word and what word I picked was gratitude. And for me, where gratitude exists, my anxiety and my fear cannot exist. And I'll give some examples of really why I feel so strongly about that. I actually lost my mom a year ago and truly in my grieving process, I had so much sadness. I still have so much sadness around it. A lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, really honestly sad about all the time lost with my mom passing away at a very young age of 59 years old suddenly. And 2023 taught me that I'm allowed to be sad. I can continue to be sad. I'm going to have anxiety and I'm going to have fear. But when I practice my gratitude and when I practice just being so grateful for the strong, amazing, beautiful, loving years that I did have with her, that anxiety and fear is honestly like released. I'll give some more everyday examples too. Even sitting in traffic, I used to live in LA. I relocated to Austin this past year too. But I think a lot of us sitting in traffic are always like, why does LA take an hour to get to literally anything? (laughs) Truly preach. But I think when you're practicing gratitude, and this is such a simple thing, you're not so focused on not being where you can't be right now. You're looking at it as a blessing in disguise of wow, I have more time. Let me call my loved ones. Let me listen to my favorite podcast. Let me just be grateful for this extra time. Or another example that I'm sure a lot of people could relate to in your career. We have a lot of busy days. We have a lot of work calls. I think there's some days where I get anxious or overwhelmed by all that sometimes I feel like I have to do. But when I flip that on its head and I come back to my gratitude and I practice how grateful I am to get to do what I get to do, that is when I walk into all of my meetings and enter all of my calls, expressing my love and again, my gratitude to be there. And that relieves me of all the anxiety around how busy I am or the fear around what we could be risking within the business or whatever we're working on. And truly through all of these examples, I hope You can relate them back to your life and really see that when you are truly just focused on being grateful and you come back to your gratitude, that your anxiety and your fear cannot exist as strongly alongside it. Mm, Thank you for sharing that love. I appreciate it hearing that. And I could not agree more. I mean, I think there was like a study actually that came out around gratitude that it was like the number one thing that can just help your brain pivot in the thoughts and perspective. And it's just an awesome practice that we can all lean into. So I love that reminder. And again, while you're listening, think of what word and you can take bits and pieces from our words or from, you know, your friends, whoever. But I think this word is such an awesome moment to come back to throughout life when we start to get crazy, busy, productive, sad, all these different things. These words are there to support us and bring us back to that moment when we wrote that word. Why did we write that word? So I appreciate you sharing that. It was so beautiful. 
Should we dive into our buckets? Yes. I love the word buckets. <laughs> I too. know. Like <laughs> we have activities. We have buckets. We have all the things here at Transform. Okay. For number one, <laughs> if you know Sammy and I, this was just an, a number one for us both. And that is fitness. That is physical health goals as well as nutrition. There's so much that goes into this one, but we're going to start with fitness. Yes. I mean, truly, y'all heard me speak to this in the beginning with the activity around just what I had really centered myself around for this past year. And for those of you who might not know, I've actually lost over 80 pounds, which is crazy. Every time I say it, I'm like, go me. I'm so proud of me. (laughs) But also here to just walk you through how I actually did that. And we'll have a different episode for truly the play-by-play. But I think coming from someone where my physical health, truly my entire life was always something that I wanted to work on, but never really could commit to or see the change that I wanted to see within. I am so excited for anyone who could relate to that and is saying 2024, this moment, this time, This is the year that I actually choose me, commit to myself, make this happen. And again, like Sammy and I are so here to walk alongside you in that and share our tips and tricks, but like you owning your own journey and knowing that it is possible and hopefully getting some hope and inspiration through the conversations that we're all going to have. But yeah, I think for me, I knew at the top of 2023 that this was going to be a very intentional goal of mine. And again, I was not starting anywhere near where I knew I wanted to go. But that mindset of understanding where I was and understanding where I wanted to go allowed me to start acting and making decisions like the person that I wanted to become. And I think that is so huge for all of the buckets that we're going to get into in all the categories But within fitness and within your physical health goals and within your nutrition goals, today, start acting like the person you want to become. Start making all of the decisions. Every single day is just a plethora of micro decisions that we all have to make. Make those decisions based on who you want to become. Don't paralyze yourself in what you're currently doing and what you're currently feeling comfortable with. And I think a bunch of the decisions that we have to make that Sam would love to turn to you on is truly finding movement you like, figuring out your nutrition, finding your accountability in your community. And I'll be the first to plug form in that I could have never made the fitness decisions for myself. And I'm so grateful that with form, Sammy literally hands me my workout schedule at the top of the week and I just have to show up, which I will say showing up is a whole nother thing in itself, but truly just showing up and having your answers given to you of what you need that day, there is nothing easier for you to do. So Sam would love to honestly turn to you as a fitness instructor of, let's say someone is more so in my shoes in 2023 of, I really wanna make this happen. I'm going to, you know, find my program, find my trainer, find whatever it is. What do you think as a fitness trainer is that power and that mindset of someone really wanting to hit their fitness goals for this year? Before I answer that, I I seriously am getting emotional, like thinking about your journey this year or this Mm -hmm. past year. We are in 2024 now. I mean, you guys, you heard it. She lost 80 pounds and beyond the number It's just also the all around feeling and commitment that you, Sammy, have committed to. And I just like don't want to run by that. It is truly magnificent to see you just do it in such a way that was so a lifestyle change and a commitment change to yourself, not a quick fix not something that wouldn't last. And I just am so excited for people to hear more about that. But yeah, I just want to honor you in that. She texted me literally the other day and just said, thank you for my muscles. (laughs) And it made my heart like smile so big because 
that's a great text to receive because I know how much that means to her. Like we send each other videos of us working out and she's like, I feel so strong and that's all I ever want. And so I'm just so proud of you at just committing Mm. to yourself through your physical health. So I would say number one is again, this pen and paper moment before I tell you the things you've probably heard from fitness instructors and experts before is I want you to understand what you want to feel when you get to this end goal, because I think that will bring you more motivation and drive and understanding and intention of why you even want these goals. So for me, I would write out, you know, I want to feel strong. I want to feel confident. I want to feel sexy. I want to feel in my body. Zero judgment. That paper is yours and only yours to see. But when you actually bring to light of why you are doing this, you're not just doing it to look good in the mirror. That's not going to last you long. Let me tell you that. So really understanding your why is going to take anyone a hundred steps more forward than someone just trying to dive into it and then get burnt out or feel defeated. So that would be my number one thing I'd love for you guys to do. Number two would be to understand there are experts like myself who are here to support you. You are absolutely not supposed to be born with this knowledge and know how to train yourself without getting the education. Now we all have jobs and lives and families that we don't have the time to go learn to be a you know fitness instructor or a fitness expert. So let us give it for you. So, you know, again, we have this forum platform, which is literally me giving you guys a workout schedule. So you don't even have to think about showing up on that Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or literally every single day. It's truly the best thing. (laughs) Like not only me, but our entire community, everyone's just obsessed with having a schedule because to have to make that decision for yourself. Like, I don't know if it's a booty dare upper body. Like that's where it can go wrong is like you're working out actually say you wanted to work on your lower body. But if you actually were working on your lower body every single day, which would someone would think that's what I should do, your muscles actually don't have time to recover and then grow and then actually have the benefits that you should from working out. So I am here to take away that pain, to take away that confusion and just show up and already feel like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I don't have to question it. I don't have to second guess it. So finding, if it's not form, finding a program or a schedule. Programs are also really awesome. Those are usually longer too. So we have one coming out literally if you're already in it right now for January Jumpstart program. And it's two weeks every single day we're giving you that workout. So find what works for you. And that would be my number two is finding movement you actually enjoy. And this sounds silly because I think a lot of people think working out needs to be really not fun, really just kind of like beating you up, just kind of feeling leaving not energized. And you really actually want to enjoy your movement. You want to be in it. And yes, it's going to be hard and push you, but maybe you're someone that's like, I'm unmotivated after 30 minutes, or I actually love an hour workout. I need more. You know, you have to really figure out what feels good for you. And then the results will come with that. But knowing that you actually are meant to enjoy your workout is something I would actually lean someone into of trying different things and figuring out what works for you. If it's Pilates, strength, hit you know, bar class, whatever it is, you got to play to understand what actually lights you up. And then also we'll bring the results. I love that so much. And I think in my journey, I went from zero to a hundred, which is really funny thinking back of when I used to just be like really intimidated from working out and not even knowing where to start. So I literally joined a CrossFit gym and Sam and I always crack up thinking back to this because I literally went from like doing nothing to joining one of like the most intense types of workouts that exist. And granted, it's like such a beautiful, strong community, but truly like I did not understand that working out could be enjoyable. And oh my goodness, it can and it should and it will. You just need to play and figure out what feels best for you. I really am also such a big component of prioritizing your schedule around it. So once you find your movement, you actually love. I am such a morning workout person. My day cannot start, like my work day cannot start until 
I have actually spent that time on myself. So I know before I get to my first meeting, I need to have already done my form workout. And I plan that within my schedule that lives within my schedule. Our team knows that lives within my schedule. It is a priority day in and day out. And because of that, I can show up so much as my better self because of it. And not only planning it in your schedule, but also making it easy to show up to. So if you're not doing something like form where you could do it literally at home, finding a gym that is a walk away from your house or like whatever is truly convenient to you. Because if you're going to sign up for something that takes 30 minutes to get to and potentially sit in traffic every day, you're not allowing yourself to actually enjoy that. So just kind of going back finding the movement you actually like, working it within your schedule, making it convenient. And then I think a really powerful thing is having the community and the accountability within it. You heard Sammy say earlier, I literally will text her videos of me being like, Sam, like, look at my shoulder when I do this. It is insane. And I mean, personally, I've just also loved watching my body grow and transform and get strong in certain ways that I never thought was possible. But sharing that with Sam, not only as my best friend, business partner, but also my trainer and the accountability and celebration that is shared within that experience is second to none. So find those people within your life. They might not already exist in your life. You might be joining a new community with new friends. And I think we're going to do a whole nother episode just on friendships around kind of like what your new interests might be going into this year as well. But find that community that inspires you and holds you accountable to be your best self. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love this. I feel like my brain is going to, for someone that feels like community sounds intimidating, but say you have that two in the five zone. So you put a two in your fitness space and you know, to get to the five, you need accountability and say you're at home in a space where you don't actually have peers around you that are wanting the same goals that can make it a lot harder to actually commit. If you're having to be with roommates or family that isn't really committed in the same way, which is so fine. It's so respectful, but finding the people that are wanting the same thing and are like-minded and are committed and are going to talk about the hardships within it. Like, gosh, I really have no energy to work out today. Are you feeling it? Like having that community is actually so important. So you do not feel alone in a space that's a number two for you. So I really encourage you when you're going through the buckets, figure out which ones are the hardest for you. Those are the ones I would encourage you to find that community. You can find community through joining, you know, a gym, joining a, and when I say gym, if it's like classes, or if you joined something like form that we have as well, we have literally a community group on WhatsApp in your city that you get to meet women that are legit could be your neighbors. We had two girls that were literally in college class together and we went on a zoom and she's like, Stacy, aren't you in my <laughs> class? And I was like, you can't make it. This up. is awesome. So I think finding, and you know, there's Facebook groups all over. It matters what you're jumping into, but finding these groups and even on social media is such a place where you could just, you know, find people that are commenting on workout videos or posting workout videos. And you're like, Hey, I would love to, you know, become friends with you. I see that you live in Austin or where So finding your community, even if it's just over messaging is going to help you when the times are really tough and you do not feel like moving your body or committing to the lifestyle changes that you are choosing. Absolutely. Yeah. The encouragement that I feel from our community to just show up not only for myself, but for all of us is second to none. I think another big component within physical health and fitness, obviously we mentioned it earlier, is nutrition. And my goodness, Sam obviously spoke to surrounding yourself with experts when you are endeavoring on your new fitness journey, but within nutrition as well. Gosh, I am such a big fan of finding an expert and not even in like a super privileged way. I do work with a nutritionist who I love, but there's so much information out there. I mean, even TikTok alone is such an easy place to just go on and learn so much. But there's so many recipes that exist. Of course, again, shameless plug, we have a million and one on form, all of my favorites. But nutrition is something that even for me back in 2023, 
was also an area that I knew I was starting at from a low point and really wanting to invest in to get to a really high point. And I think within all of your New Year's resolutions, there's an art to committing it to yourself. But within something like your physical health, that is a science. So find the expert. I actually love that. That is a science. It's so true. It really, really is. And I think checking in with yourself when you're reflecting of, okay, in nutrition, I don't know anything. And what do I need to know to reach my goals? I will say, give yourself that protection of what feels comfortable for you. Cause you don't want to go down that rabbit hole that does make you feel not the best relationship towards food. I know that there's so many circumstances with food. So I think finding an expert, you can find them on TikTok, or you could find them through, you know, just different, honestly, just chat GBT. Really, there's these places of asking like simple questions. <laughs> I mean, I'm obsessed with AI now. So we'll probably have an episode on that two years <laughs> from now. But really, there's so much knowledge out there. And you don't need to be an expert at it in the way of being a nutritionist, but just understanding, for example, what are whole foods? Because we know that whole foods are something that should absolutely be living on your plate over processed foods to actually fuel your body, give you the muscles and strength and honestly beauty of the medicine within food. And so having your plate be filled with whole foods. And if you're like, I don't even know what that is compared to processed foods. That is a journey you could ask on Google and really figure out, okay, at least I know what should be on my plate in the sense of what am I buying and what am I trying to not eat as much as I'm used to. So I think finding those places that you can get some more knowledge. And then also with nutrition, nutrition is, I will say it for my behalf, it is hefty. Like I feel like nutrition is a ball game where, you know, having to cook, having to prep, having to grocery shop, it is a lot more of a task than showing up for a workout. And I want you guys to know that I even feel that so deeply and I am no like perfection at nutrition at all, but finding recipes just like your workouts that actually work with your schedule is so important and how you can do this set yourself up for success when you look at a recipe if it says the prep time is 30 minutes the cook time is 25 minutes and then you know whatever else time that's a good 45 minute to an hour meal you're doing you are going to be like i do not want to cook another meal unless you like enjoy it yeah, I would eat a bar of chocolate while I'm waiting is what's right? going to happen with me. <laughs> You're like, what is this? This is this is taking care of myself. I'm exhausted. Yeah. So really finding the recipes that actually fit in within your schedule, like salad bowls or I mean, I'm a bowl girl all day. Anything you can just throw into a bowl and make it easy. Some healthy grains, some, you know, high protein, some good fats, some nice greens in there, like really just having an overall colorful bowl or even like an air fryer, one sheet oven, just putting it in there, not having to look at it for 15 minutes, go on a yeah. call, go do whatever and come so back. so easy. You want nutrition to be easy and you got to yes. make it easy for yourself. And I think in such a similar lane of fitness, it's also about the feeling, right? So I think within physical health, what we'll leave you guys with is alongside fitness, nutrition should be about the way your food is making you feel. And I think in my life, I can totally relate to anyone who tried to stick themselves in a box of a one word modality of eating that didn't end up working for you because it was way too strict and really made you a prisoner of a plan. If nutrition is your goal for 2024, don't make it something that isn't realistic. Allow it to be easy. Allow it to make you feel your best self and practice intuitive eating and food freedom within that. And definitely don't say, okay, it's Jan 1. This is my time to go from zero to a hundred and fully put myself in a box of a way of eating. Cause that is not a five in nutrition. Let me tell you from personal experience. And I really hope that within hearing this, you can find whatever resources you need within nutrition to set yourself up for success and feel your best. This is all about feeling your best with your physical health. Moving on to category number two, right alongside your physical health, obviously, is your mental health. Sam, I feel like 2023 was your mental health mindfulness year. So I would love to pass to you to start us off. Let it continue. Let me just say that. Let it continue. 
I am so excited if this is one of your buckets and I'm going to share just what this really means. So mental health is obviously such a big word that there can be so much in this area that you feel if you're really anxious or you feel like you want to handle situations better, if you want to just feel better about yourself, there's so much involving mental health and a way that we can be there for ourselves and our mental health is focusing on mindfulness. And I really want that just like one of the top ways where you don't have to hire a therapist, which I absolutely love. And I'll talk to the expert space as well. But as far as anyone saying, okay, I really am excited to dive in to my mental health. I want to give you the tools of where to begin. Number one, I'm going to give you four different tools and you just tell me which one feels right for you. Journaling meditation, walking, talking to a friend or a therapist or someone that you trust deeply. So with these different tools, like journaling, for example, journaling was where I first started to invite in mindfulness. I remember it so clearly. It was this moment of me being like, I really want to get to know myself. I feel like I don't. And I'm kind of nervous about it. And this was also too, meditation was really popular. You know, people were saying, dive into this, dive into that, which felt a little like, what do you mean? I'm going to go sit with my thoughts. I can barely hear myself because my thoughts are so loud. So journaling was such an introduction to me that felt not intimidating, felt exciting, felt peaceful. So if for you, you're like, I don't even know where to begin. There are journals that have prompts and there are journals that you can just free write. It's really I up to like you. We're just going to have shameless plugs all over the place, <laughs> but form also has a journal. Everything we're talking about, we are creating things for because we have been impacted on. So form is like our true breath, like truly. So yes, journaling, as I'm talking about it, has transformed my life and I was like, you guys, we need to make a journal because I want everyone to feel this connection that started for me within journaling. And it was just five different prompts that I created talking about what I'm grateful for, my word of the day, starting to have this conversation and this consciousness that I fell in love with. From there, started tapping into meditation, which took some time as well to dive into. Meditation can be quite intimidating. I think it's, again, finding what works for you, but it could be a one minute timer of you just paying attention to your breath. Y'all, the fact that we have our breath at all times, access to it, but we don't ever pay attention to it. And if you all of a sudden paused and paid attention to your breath, you could see, Am I breathing really short? Am I breathing really long? Am I holding my belly? And you just having that connection, your body's going to be like, whoa, she sees me. I've been here this whole time. Thanks, girl. Thanks, so, girl. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> that's the conversation I'm having with my body. And so having that connection, just tuning into your breath, that's such an easy way, setting a timer twice throughout your day of just breathing for one minute. So these are easy tools and I encourage you to find which one is feeling really connected and called to you and do it for 30 to 60 days and then bring in another one. You know, this isn't something that you're supposed to just do them all at once. It can feel really overwhelming. And it also is hard work of you're going to start to feel things when you start to meet yourself. So really prioritizing which one feels right for me. I love that advice because I think as someone sitting here in 2024, my mental health and my mindfulness is such a bucket that I'm leaning into. And gosh, even in the work that I have done, my goodness, meditation has scared me. It's intimidated me. I've pushed it to the side and leaning into it and realizing what I'm getting from it is actually showing me that if anyone listening to this is a little afraid or nervous to start meditating, you're likely like me and need it the most. Because my goodness, the second you invite stillness in, when you are a person who plans your entire day and stays as busy and arguably as distracted as possible, gosh, meditation is such a gift. But I also love the walking aspect. And I love the talking to a friend aspect because I think what both do are just set intentional time for you to be internal. And also with talking to a friend, communicate what your actual feelings are. And even back to walking, I think like 
it's an easy thing that we all do. But if you put more intention in it and saying, this walk is my form of meditation, this is me grounding into my day and spending time with myself and hearing my thoughts and understanding where I'm currently at, my goodness, your walk is not just for the steps. It's for the mind. It's for your entire being. And that is powerful. Mm, I could not agree. I honestly just want to end on this whole little category or this bucket with saying, y'all, this section can be uncomfortable. Like truly this section of you saying, I really want to focus on being more mindful and present because I want to help my mental health. That's not a a light sentence. It's a really real sentence um, with some depth to it. So I would encourage you in this place, know that discomfort or know that it feeling a little like, oh, that kind of came up and made me feel a little funny is all okay. And have the most compassion in this area because it is something we're really stepping into, but it is hard and beautiful, most rewarding work. Okay. Let's step into number three. This bucket is relationships. Gosh, I mean, we're going to be chatting all about all different types of relationships, whether it's with your significant other, your friends, your family, but truly within 2024, I'm sure all of us are spending a little bit of time in auditing who makes us feel our best, who we want to pour into, who's pouring back into our cup. And truly, I think the first step of creating your dream relationships and friendships is understanding what your idea of them actually looks like. And as Sammy said earlier, letting go of the shoulds of the world and let go of what everyone else's idea of a relationship should look like, finding your own and truly manifesting that and being so intentional within that. It all is about that intention because with relationships, this can mean so many things. So understanding if you even want to break it down of different categories of family, friends, romantic, however it feels right for you, really understanding your intention of who you want to show up as in these relationships and what also you would love in return and really setting the expectations for yourself of what that feels like. And then also in a beautiful way, auditing in a nice, kind way, who really makes you feel best in these areas? Who do you really, like Sammy said, pour into their cups because they pour back into yours? Know that relationship with each of these people and then know the other people where you start to set them aside a little bit or you start to have that space of who should I pour myself into and who I actually need to create a little bit of distance just so that I can have this bucket be really full and really up to the expectations I want rather than draining me. Because I think this is an area that you can feel really, really drained in. Yes, I totally agree. I think such a beautiful tool within anyone who has that feeling of getting drained within any relationship in their life is communication. I mean, I think about my marriage. I think about my best friendships, ours included, Sam. We have the best communication. We share how we're feeling. We manage each other's expectations. We truly just communicate like it's our superpower. And my goodness, it allows our friendship to be exactly what it needs to be for both of us because we're both communicating from where we are standing. And I think that's another point of just knowing that not all friendships and relationships are always going to be 50-50. Life happens. Life has hills and valleys. We all have our moments. And I think with friendships and relationships, there's the people who are always supporting you and there's the people who are in the day in the day out. But we all also have these darkest hours. And when we are communicating through that, sharing, like I'll tell Andrew, my husband, sometimes I'm like, I'm only at like a 30% right now. So please help me and bring the 70. And it's always a yes, because he's so grateful for me communicating that. Or maybe it's with a friend and saying, you know, like, I just can't be 50-50 right now. Like I have a lot going on with work or I have a lot going on with something else in my life. And just really practicing and being so firm in our communication to really hopefully set the stage for a successful relationship or friendship, but also knowing that that communication is hard, really allowing yourself the grace to like ease into it too. Yes, I could not agree more. I feel like relationships has so much to do with you even setting the bar at the top when you're reflecting on this bucket of 
what are the boundaries I need to put in place that I didn't put in place in 2023 that did make me people please that did require more energy. And once you set boundaries and you really show up with those boundaries, these relationships are not going to feel as daunting and draining as what I have learned and experienced. And it's taken me so much time and I'm still, you know, learning so much. But another thing that I find so important in the relationships bucket is looking at the people in your life that you want to pour into and understanding their love languages as well as your own, which these can change and evolve. Let me say this. Mine have changed and evolved greatly, but really understanding how you can communicate best of the expectations you have for yourself. So for example, if you want to communicate to your partner in a romantic way, or even your friends, Hey, my love language is words of affirmation. The fact that you've communicated that now, now they don't need to make the mind guessing game of like, what does she like? What actually makes her feel good? Because you've just set the bar already for them to succeed. And I think vice versa, asking these people that you want to show up for in 2024, what is the way that you feel I can show up for you best? What is your love language? What do you mm, feel most fueled from? I love from? that question. How can I show up for you best? I mean, when's the last time someone asked you that? Like, holy crap, that's powerful. That'll set the stage for a good friendship. That's for sure. But I totally agree. Like, don't pretend to be the best gift giver if that's not the way that you show love, but also extend yourself and understand the way your people receive love best and work with them through that and show up for them in that way. I know with Andrew, he is so big on quality time and we could be sitting there in each other's presence fully, you know, in my mind, having time together. But if my phone's around or the TV's on to him, that's not quality time. So I now know, okay, for him to feel my love, like phone is out of sight. TV is off. We are here in each other's presence. And I think it's just a really great way to not only use your communication, but understand what your needs are and those around you. So you're not just shelling out all this energy and they're not receiving it in their best way. I love that so much. I'm so with Andrew. I'm such a quality time, like attention on. Yeah, what are yours? Oh, I feel like I, I again, I change quite often, which is my communication comes in really clear here, but I would say right now, quality time is probably my number one. And I think one that has never changed though is physical touch everyone. But I, I feel like quality time has been up there so deeply for me, I think, cause I'm focusing on that presence within myself that I love being present with my partner and friendships. Yeah. I love that. I feel like mine is definitely, and honestly, consistently has been words of affirmation. And that probably just goes back to my communication skills, but I love sharing how much I love people and I love hearing how much people love me. Copy. Got it. Messaging sent. Yes. <laughs> I just, I love words. I think it's, it's such a special way to like feel each other and hearing it and sharing it is, it's everything. Yeah. But I, I know we're all different in that. So it's good to check in with your peeps and understand their love languages. And speaking of love, our fourth category or bucket of how to win 2024 is self-love. And I think I'd love to just set the stage with this of truly believing that the most important relationship you will ever have in life is the one with yourself. And that means, as Sammy said, you need to spend a lot of quality time with yourself. You need to give yourself the space and the time and the energy that she deserves. I think so many of us stay so distracted and don't dive into our inner workings. But truly, when you give yourself that time and that love, it really is powerful how every other facet of your life is going to mirror it. Absolutely. And honestly, every one of these buckets is self-love in general. When you think about it, all of these are you loving yourself enough that you want to better yourself. So truly you're already doing it in all these other ways. This is a different kind of moment of self-love. Those are all things you're doing for yourself. You're really being like, okay, I want this life for me. This moment right here of self-love is having this new conversation with yourself of saying, I love you no matter what. So what words are you speaking to yourself? 
What are you promising yourself? What are you giving yourself? What are you bringing yourself around? We focus on our relationships so much and prioritize how we can love others. And this is such a moment of being like, how am I loving myself just right now in my being? And I think speaking to yourself, the way we speak to ourselves is wild. I actually had therapy the other night and I told my therapist some of the thoughts that I was having. And then he read them out loud. I was actually cracking up that you know, wow, was that in my head? And I was believing it. And then when he said it out loud to me, I was like, I don't believe that. I would never talk to a human being like that. Wow. And it's so powerful for us to give that same love to ourselves. So number one in this area for me is how you speak to yourself be intentional with it, be kind with it, be compassionate with it. We have gone through so much that us just holding ourselves and saying, you're doing amazing is going to give you that gift of yourself feeling really safe, feeling really trusted and giving that love it absolutely deserves. I could not agree more. And I think even that word compassion resonates with me so deeply because as someone who's had even like a physical transformation and losing 80 pounds, I look back to the different versions of myself who are all still me. And I think a lot of people are so quick to be like, oh my God, that's you. And like make such grand statements about what I used to look like. And to me, what's always front and center is my compassion for myself and my compassion for myself in every form of myself. And I think we can all relate through our own growth journeys of things we might have said in the past that we're not as proud of, or I mean, even dwindle it down to something as silly as like maybe a dress you wore way back when and you're like, what the heck was I thinking wearing that dress? But like always just having compassion for yourself and honoring yourself and being the first person to stand up and support yourself, Mm -hmm. not talking down to yourself, not saying things that you wouldn't say to someone else, but straight up saying them about yourself. We are so in this era of loving ourselves, but it's hard work to get there. But I really love celebrating, like not only giving everyone else a compliment, but complimenting ourselves and feeling that and just embracing all of that and still having so much compassion and support for all the other versions of ourselves that came first. Mm, I love, I love so much. I so agree. I feel like another tool you can use with self-love is writing out your dream life, knowing you deserve all of it. And why I look at that as self-love is again, we're always outside of us saying that person's amazing. That person deserves that. That person gets that. And I think really giving that love to yourself of you are so supported by the universe that you can truly write out your dream life and you absolutely can have it all. And giving yourself that love and recognition is so much self-love that I've really dove into and absolutely loved with that. So that also means putting time aside to actually love yourself. So if it's scheduling it in the calendar, if it's saying, hey, I can't make it tonight for you know that dinner because I actually feel like myself needs that almost love and attention that I'm giving so many others. So I'm gonna take a bubble bath and just be with me. That's self-love. I love that so much. And I think such an easy way to start knowing that we're also in our form January jumpstart program is with affirmations. So we actually have our favorite girl, Roxy, on the form app. And we have daily affirmations that she's created that have truly changed my life. And I know so many of our community members as well. And it's such a simple, easy way to start just a couple minutes every day show yourself that love. And honestly, if you have any other ways that you love to show yourself that love, share them with us because Sammy and I are also on these journeys and always wanting to grow too. So excited to hear what you guys are doing for yourself. Moving right along though to our last and definitely not least bucket for how to win 2024, which is career. 
fun yeah. one. <laughs> this is a fun one. And obviously there's such a spectrum here of careers and just all of us and our hopes and dreams. And I think really our first piece of advice here within 2024 and looking at what your career holds for you is just a moment of reflection and understanding what your career currently looks like, where you stand and how that is serving you. Because obviously Sammy and I have chosen our own paths. We do what we all do and we want you to honor what serves you. So there's no shoulds here again, letting go of all the shoulds. This is all about you reflecting on where your career is currently at and how that is currently serving you. And the reason we wanted you to also reflect in this area is only so that you can deeply understand what is your, you, your specific dream work day, work career. I think that some people, they do want to climb the corporate ladder or some people do want to start a business. Some people do want to be a mom. Some people do want to have a nine to five. The only way you're going to know is if you ask yourself, and this is important because career in our society and culture can be really taken that you should always be climbing in a certain direction. And we really wanted to share with you that when you understand what you actually want, you're going to thrive in this area. So once you do kind of give that internal reflection, I want you to then manifest what this day looks like for you. What is the work day like? What is the culture like? What are the roles that you're doing? What are your responsibilities? Like what drives you, excites you? If you're listening to this and you're like, I'm actually looking for a new job or someone that you're already in one, like this is exciting for you to say, ooh, I actually wanna grow in my company. So I actually wanna understand what I could eat, sleep, drink beyond what I'm doing now. And now I get to communicate that to my company and they'd even know that I'm obsessed with this side of the business. And the only way they will know again is if you've had intention with it and then can communicate it to them. So doing this exercise is really allowing you to create the career of your dreams. Gosh, I love that so much. I think in our society, you know, there are so many honors and awards and such a reputation around what you do and people hold it so firm to their identity. But really taking this time as a moment to reflect on like, what do you actually want to do? Like, what do you actually enjoy? Don't worry about the title. Don't worry about the salary for a second. Stop just thinking about everything as a paycheck and a reputation and really tap into you internally first and figure out what you love to do. And I think throughout this mindset, whether you are someone who's currently at a job and you know you need a promotion because you're so deserving of it, or maybe you're thinking your role right now is not reflective of what your true needs are and you want to get back out there and start interviewing for other jobs. A saying that I always come back to for you to really have such confidence in this is that no one is you and that is your power. And every time I remind myself that no one is me and that is my power, I am so boldly, confidently me. I'm able to show up as the most authentic version of myself. And I honestly attribute a lot of my career and my success within it to that. Just leaning in to the work that I've done and knowing who I am and showing up as her. Sammy has told me that our entire journey together. And I always remember it when I do something that's really uncomfortable or I'm going to teach or I'm like, why me? Why am I in this position? And I put that on repeat in my head. So I love that you brought that up here because it's changed my life. I also want to encourage you when you are dreaming about this area of career, it's kind of this limitless as well as what I talked about in the workout that you should enjoy it. Start really listing out what you enjoy to do because anything nowadays can be a job, like truly anything. And I think career long ago could have felt pigeonholed, but gosh, are the doors so open with the world and life we live in. And that's why I want you guys to really lean into this bucket and win in this bucket because anything is possible. I mean, I live on social media and created an entire career from there doing something I love. And now we have a business on it. Like the things that can happen 
just anything is possible. So I think you writing out, if you're unhappy with your job right now or in your career and you really want to be enjoying yourself in it, know that that is possible. So write out the things that do fuel you and then go see where you can actually find an area of a company that needs that organization and needs, you know, I don't know, there's so many things, but there's so many creative things you could do. So really leaning into actually what you want to do and knowing it's possible in this area. It's truly so exciting and so fun that anything can be a job now. Like truly anything can be a job if you just do the work to understand where you're going to thrive first. We're so excited for you guys to really tap in and do that internal work. And then also, as we said, for you to start showing up and making decisions as if you already are the CEO of that company that you're dreaming of building, right? Show up as that person and start making decisions as if you are her and just watch what happens. But honestly, career, I think is something we all have in common. It's something that just gets us very excited, no matter what that looks like for you. But those are the five buckets, physical health, mental health, relationships, self-love and ending with career. Obviously, there's a lot more that we can talk about within any of them. So if there were any buckets that you're like, oh, please, please dive more into that. Definitely let us know. You guys, this is our first episode on Transform. And I could not be more grateful for this space, this time, just the excitement around us starting this podcast and I hope you enjoyed it. I feel so connected and truly excited for what is to come within this space. We have so many exciting episodes that are really just diving into so many areas in this list, but deep diving and really getting into the granular of why and how and what you can do to actually support yourselves in this year of 2024. Gosh, 2024. It's here. We're so excited that you're here in our Transform community with us as well. There's so much more goodness to come. But again, we couldn't feel more grateful and connected to this, to our intention within it. And so excited to hear what you guys reflect on from this episode. Definitely, again, let us know on all that comes out of it and anything else that you are just so excited to hear. But thanks for being here and we'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for being here. You listening to this episode is you saying yes to creating the dream life you absolutely deserve. As always, we want to hear from you all about what you want to hear next. Definitely let us know on Instagram at Sammy Clark and at Sammy Spalter. And if you want to follow us for more updates, follow at Transform. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.